0: Hello and welcome to another FPL Fantasy of Odds podcast. Today joining me is special guest Damo, who's also known on Twitter as the FPL West Ham. How are you looking heading into week four, mate?
1: Um, yeah, not too bad, man, and uh, thank you for having me on. Um, uh, my team uh, scored uh, 70 points in uh, week three, so not too bad. Um, I'm sitting just at, uh, sitting at 17.5K overall rank. So um, it's actually probably my uh, best season since I started sort of playing FPL, which I'm pretty um, pretty happy about. So sitting on um, 264 overall points. Um, Team wise, uh, I've got um, uh, Sanchez as the goalkeeper, uh, TAA Shaw, uh, Digne and Creswell down back, uh, Ben Rama, Salah, Bruno and Rafinha. In the mids and uh, D.C. Antonio, who was my captain uh, last week, um, and then I had uh, Tony Livramento and Casumo on the bench. So, um, yeah, looking not too bad. Have you um, <laughs> made any bad.
0: trades for this week at all, or looking at anything?
1: Uh, yeah, no. I, at the moment, I'm probably holding. I'm probably holding still at the moment, just until the um, uh, you know internationals are all done. Um, obviously, you know, there's talks of a few injuries and whatnot um, at the moment. So, the only um, trade that I did make uh, in game week three was um, uh, uh, Simicast to uh, Livermento. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty no-brainer. That one is like you can plug him
0: in when you need to, so or just leave him on the bench and he can just rot there for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, that's it, man.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty similar. I sort of. I've chose not to use my wild card this week, so which um could be could be a good plan could be a bad plan. we'll find out on the weekend but um, I'm sitting currently at two hundred and twenty nine k so not too bad um I scored seventy one points last week, but I took a minus four hit, so I could get in tomato as well as um making another trade last week, so to set me up for the future weeks so Wasn't too costly, only lost the four points, so still ended up on 67, so wasn't too bad. Um, This week I've decided to get out Ings for Jimenez, so hopefully with the good fixture run coming up I can get a return on Jimenez, but worst case scenario in three or four weeks I can trade him out for Lukaku anyway. Um, We line up this week, I've went with Semedo, so I think that he's due for a good attacking return as well as a clean sheet this week, but see how we go. And I've got Shaw, TAA, Raya, Gray, Fernandez, Ben Rama, Sela, Tony, Antonio and Jimenez. And then got Ricardo Pereira on the bench, which I've left him on the bench because so I'm not sure whether he's going to be injured for a few weeks or whether he's just going to be this week. So just keep him there just in case. So, But anyway, um, hopefully this week shouldn't pay too much if not... Getting in the premium forwards that everyone seems to be getting in. Um, do you have any interest at looking at Ronaldo or Lukaku in the next week or two, or are you happy? I'm,
1: yeah. At this stage, I'm probably going to hold firm. As I said, you know, I'm sort of, I'm looking at, um, you know, looking at Ronaldo, looking at uh, Lukaku. Um, you know, Ronaldo probably the next three has some, you know, has some good fixtures, um, and then probably looking. At about week seven, again, week seven for Lukaku and myself. But um, yeah, with just with obviously with all the um, international drama and all that kind of stuff at the moment, I think the best thing you can sort of do is probably hold firm at the moment. Um, I know we're going to sort of touch on this later, but um, even just just to see how man you actually line up. Um, uh, I still think Bruno's going to be, I, I actually think Bruno's going to punish the sellers this week. I really do. Um, I he. Hate that, um, that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, like in all honesty, he's a he's you know almost a shout for captain this week. I think I'm going to hold firm with um, Antonio this week. He's uh, I, I know his um, scoring form or his scoring one run will finish you know um, sooner or later, but um, he's been on fire. He's been on fire, and um, you've got to go. You know, like the, the fixture's not that bad too. Is I know, it's, I know uh, West Ham are away to Southampton, but um, he's he's been, or as I said, he's been on fire, man. So I it's honestly moved, think.
0: Um, sorry, um, it's like a, no, a no, weird no. thing. Usually, you you look at the eye test, and you always go, "Well, the eye test always looks better than the stats." But in his case, he, the eye test just mm-hmm. makes him look unhuman. So. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but even the way he do, like in the Palace game, he just bullied the. Um, I think it was the second goal. He just bullied the defender. Just um, uh, he's you know he's quick. He can he can and he's got an eye for goal. You know, not 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 bad for a uh, West Ham right back, isn't he? He's
0: kind of like um, Treore with um, a finishing touch.
1: <laughs> oh well <laughs> well tr- treore tra- you know Traore is actually on on my wild card, oh, on my wild, card, it's wild card, sorry on my um on my radar, but um, I think I need to actually see him finish first,
0: yeah, no, that's the same thing. I was sort of tossed up between him and Jimenez this week, and I kind of thought, well Jimenez looks like he's gonna score and he he does have mm-hmm. a good track record that he knows how to find a goal, but yeah treore the jury's out at the moment for him, yeah. Uh, too easy. Well, we might get into the international break, just talk about a couple of players that might have some FPL relevance this week. I um, we might start with the Argentinian players, um, Bundia and um, Martinez. Um, they won't be playing week four and maybe possibly week five, just depends on if there's any further sanctions. Did you hear anything about them at all?
1: Yeah, obviously it was a very interesting what happened there, and, um, Martinez is claiming it's political reasons why the game was never started. Um, I was reading an article about that on on, on FOTMOB, but um, it's, yeah, well, obviously when they come back to England, they're going to have to, um, or I'm not sure if, they, if they're back in England yet, yeah, but um, they're going to have to quarantine anyway. So, um, and then uh, obviously if there's any sort of sanctions that follow. So they'll be... Um, It'll be one to sort of watch, watch and see what actually happens. But, um, uh, yeah, so it'll just be a wait.
0: Sorry. Did you see how uh, it went down? They <laughs> were on the pitch and then it's almost like Argentina flew in five minutes before the match and then they decided to can the game.
1: <laughs> yeah, it just just so strange. They um, yeah, they just rocked up to the pitch. They were warming up and then... Um, they got told uh, they had to go. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just interesting to, to see what's, what's actually going to happen and um, how this is going to actually um, play out in terms of for um, future internationals, especially to re- sort of red-listed countries and things like that. Um, yeah. You know, we know that um, uh, some PL teams have actually you know, blocked moves uh, to to go uh, overseas and travel and things like that, and obviously the Brazilian national side cancelled. Was it wow. nine? Was it nine Premier League players from actually coming um, to Brazil? So um, yeah, yeah it's just it, it's going to be interesting times, and I think this season more than any, you, you can't make moves early. Um, even you know, even if you sort of get priced out of a move, um, because it's just going to burn you.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. Which you have seen with a few of the owners of um, Lukaku as well, and then that news that just come out about Ronaldo that the reports are that he won't be playing against Newcastle. But mm. I don't trust the Sun too much; they're a bit hit and miss. So,
1: no, no, and obviously, you know Lukaku potentially being injured, Ronaldo not starting, and then um, uh, not sure if you heard, even Sun might be potentially injured. So, um. Yeah, so it's just it's going to be interesting to see what actually happens. Obviously, also we, we, we wait for the presses and then that'll give us a good indication. But, um, yeah, like this year more than any, um, if you've got two frees, just hold on to them until sort of the last minute and then um, um, play them from that point.
0: Yeah, even if you're thinking about using your wild card and haven't used it yet, I'd definitely be using it probably Friday. So at least mm. the rest of the international friendlies and... Yeah, uh, World Cup qualifiers are out of the way and then you can kind of make an informed choice. You might have some better injury update also on the couple of players that have got the cloud over them anyway.
1: Yeah, I mean, and in seasons past, obviously, like, um, I know I've tried to do this, um, you know, with the Wild Card, you sort of play the stock market a bit and, like, you play the Wild Card early, you, um, you know, you try and catch a couple of price rises and things like that. But, um, yeah, I actually don't think um, we're going to be able to do that this season.
0: No, definitely I agree. I've sort of from day one I sort of said around that uh, game week seven, game week eight, when Chelsea's fixtures turn around. That was kind of when I wanted to play mine.
1: Yeah, and it's not just it's not just Chelsea's fixtures that you're sort of looking at, at that potential wild card, because I'm sort of looking at the same thing, probably about right um game week seven or eight. You know, you've got Chelsea, Man City, leads, uh, Wolves with um yep. some decent fixtures sort of around that time. So that's probably yeah, you know, like the whole point of wild card is to um, completely sort of um, change your team. Like, it's and it's obviously team dependent as well. Like a lot of people ask, and I know this will be a question sort of later on, but a lot of people ask when to use the wild card. Well, there's not really a an answer um, yeah. when to use it. It's it's team dependent. You know, like w- with my team tomorrow, you now I might have four or five injuries and go. You know, going to have to use the wild card now to sort of get myself out of that mess. But um, yeah, it's really team-dependent. But most people use it um, when sort of fixture, when there's um, sort of fixture changes and things like that. So I, I kind of agree with you around about that game, like seven or eight is probably the most ideal time to use it.
0: Yeah, and definitely Ronaldo and Lukaku didn't help anyone with uh, making that decision just because they netted two goals and three goals respectively oh, oh, oh. over the international game. So got a lot more people yeah. excited when they saw that.
1: Yeah, and I just wonder, well, then again, um, our good mate um, uh, Lingard tore it up in the internationals so. <laughs> <Lingard, laughs> too. He's, he's not um, getting into that Manchester United team anytime soon. But, um, no, nah, and this is the thing, like, people that have wild card early now, now that all this news has come out, you know, what are they going to do? Like, uh, are you going to sort of stick fat and just hope that, um, uh, you know, these guys sort of pull up or do you sort of pull the pin on it and then sort of look to uh, later fixtures now and just sort of see, okay, well, who do, do I want in my team in four or five game weeks?
0: Yeah, that's it. That's uh, my biggest thing is if you're doing the wild card, you at least want to have a minimum four to five games out of that wild card before you start making changes just so you, at least you get a bit of value out of it.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Um, also, Ronaldo must have been thinking of his future FPL managers by getting that uh, yellow card for taking his shirt off, so he misses the last international, so he can get to Manchester early, get ready.
1: Yeah, I, I saw that as well. That's um, <laughs> that, uh, would make, uh, that would make that uh, would make FPL managers very happy, I think. I'd, I'd
0: like I'd, I'd like to say he did it for FPL managers, but I think that's just Ronaldo. <laughs> he does he does does like not wearing clothes at all, so. <laughs> Um, I, I saw Kane, actually. Kane um, also looked pretty good over the international games, probably the best I've seen him look this season. He looked a bit, I guess, not as stiff and um, looked a bit more lively as well, which might be worth looking at as well.
1: See, uh, with with Kane, I don't know. Like, I personally won't be bringing him in. Um, I think uh, it's going to be an interesting year in terms of, the premiums that you bring in. So, you know, like we've got we've got Ronaldo, we've got Lukaku, we've got Bruno, we've got Salah, you know, we've even got the Forgotten Man, KDB. You can't yeah. fit, you cannot fit everyone in. So, like, I don't see, like, I actually think Kane's going to be more of a little bit of a differential for people. Yeah. Um, if I do bring him in, it's probably going to be in that sort of, stretch between sort of game week 12 and 15 where he's got some good fixtures um compared to uh some of the other big hitters but um at this stage I can't see myself bringing Kane in to be honest with you
0: well I think uh, like as I'm I was going to allude to later in the pod um if you get in the Ronaldo say in your wild card and you keep him in your team you can kind of have the flexibility to uh, change each week. Keep your free. Use your free um, transfer each week and get in Lukaku or Kane, so you can kind of almost just use that as a dependent on what match you want to use him for.
1: Mm, that always and obviously, there's always an element of risk with um, uh, sort of doing that in terms of um, you know. Other things that happen in your team, and then sort of your team goes and it uh, goes in the mud a bit. But um, <laughs> uh, like as you were sort of saying with with that, there's a, um, a fellow on um, uh, FPL Twitter. I think he's called FPL Sings. He's actually yeah. put up a bit of a um, uh, guide to um, doing doing that exactly. So he's gone from sort of Ronaldo for three game weeks, Lukaku for the next five for the next four, and then it's Ronaldo probably for the next ten. Like um, Manchester City, or City, sorry, sorry, uh, United have an incredible set of fixtures sort of going between uh, game week 16 and 27. Um, I know uh, when, once we get down to that point, I'll probably end up having three um, Man United players in the team then and there, um, more than likely Ronaldo as well. So, um, yeah. so, yeah, so you can play that game if you want to, but it's, it, it, there is an element of risk with um, sort of doing that as well. Yeah, no, that's it. There's always
0: um, you can do as many strategies and as many good moves as possible, but there's always that element of luck that also has to follow as well. So
1: exactly right.
0: Um, also, put down Torres. Also, he scored a goal, which just carries on from what he's been doing this year already. So
1: yeah, I like Torres. I think. Um, um, He's going to be a good player, but again, there's two. There are two things that um, I don't like about having Torres uh, in the team, and that's Pep Roulette. You, you know, if you knew that he was going to start every game at seven point one, I think, or seven point two, at the moment, he's a bargain. He, you know, he plays in that um, in that striker position. He's going to get goals. It's Man City. He's going to get goals. Um, But then, you know, you've got a returning KDB, um, a returning Foden. Does he get squeezed out? You know, we've seen it before. Like, we've seen it with Marez, and I know we're going to touch on Marez later, but, you know, (laughs) (laughs) so many people have been burned by Marez already. Um, Again, quality player, but um, when Manchester City can almost... By anyone they want, and I say almost because I missed out on Ronaldo. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you know what? Um, what do you do? Like I, uh, I honestly, I haven't had a Manchester City player in my team thus far, and I, Torres is probably the only one that I may get in. Yeah. But um, again, it just uh, it depends. It depends on let uh, really.
0: Yeah, no, that's it. That's just uh, whether you're brave enough to play the roulette game. <laughs> mm. Do you think uh Timo Werner getting in a goal and assist does anything in his case in trying to push Lukaku and maybe interchanging like different game weeks, different games? Or do you think that Lukaku pretty much he'll start when he wants to start?
1: I can't see Werner uh, getting anywhere near that Chelsea side. I think Chelsea have bought Lukaku to start to play um, you know you've got you've you, you've got the fans that have turned on Werner I think Werner's a brilliant player I think um you know he's played the right position he can be damaging um but has he adapted well to the to the English game does he need more time you know you, we have seen in the past players that have come through the Chelsea system and just not played well. Gone on, gone to play at other teams. Come back to the Premier League. You know, I'm talking about your Salas, your KDBs, and things like that. Um, yeah. Like, but for this season, I just can't see. I can't see Halverne as an option at all. Yeah, no, I
0: think he would benefit playing up front in like a two striker attack with Lukaku. I think he would benefit a lot from that. But don't mm. think they're going to do that though, because I've got. Too I don't. Many I don't think they're going to do that, that either.
1: Fit in. Yeah, exactly right.
0: right. Uh, is anyone else you like to talk about from the international break, or is that pretty much cover?
1: Um, I think that pretty much covers um, players. You know, the, the only one, uh, and I'm not sure if it's actually mentioned later on, but um, a player like Jota. Um, did I say that right, Jota? Yeah, <laughs> no,
0: um, <laughs> we roll with Jota, mate. It's Jota on this
1: Jota, Jota. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like obviously they, you know, looking at him. Um, it all depends on the Firmino, on the Firmino in- injury and how how bad it is. But um, he might be one that um, you know part of that sort of Ronaldo um, sort of swap where you know you go Bruno down to to uh, Jota or something, and uh, yeah. so then that way you can you can grab Ronaldo, um, and that might be a you know a great move. But again, team dependent. And, and um, uh, but yeah, so he's probably one that I'm sort of looking at. Um, but I'd see we can touch on that later too. Yeah, definitely. Well, we'll get into
0: the first match, which is um, Crystal Palace and Spurs. <laughs> I'm not probably going to be too interested in watching this game just because I don't really have any assets, but I am interested to see what's going to happen with Tengenga and then you signing Emerson and who's going to get that right back spot.
1: Mm, well, um, Spurs, like I said, i am the uh, same thing for you. I'm probably not going to touch much on, on Palace because I don't think um, they're sort of at the moment sort of FPL um, relevant. Um, but uh, Spurs, you know, they actually don't have a bad run after Chelsea. Um, yeah. And in saying that, you know, you, you saw, we sort of saw what um, uh, Spurs did do to um, Manchester City, you know, winning 1-0. Um, so they can be quality on their day, um, but you know, so the only one sort of I'm I'm looking at in terms of in, in terms of spurs, um, Regulian, um, Again, if I butcher any names, just let me know. we <laughs> no, good, mate. We're, um, we're
0: Aussie, mate. That's what we do.
1: Yeah, <laughs> with the Aussie twang into it. Um, you know, look, looking at him, I you mean, know, I think he's five um, yes, point uh, two. You know, not. A, prices, eh? Yeah, he has, but um, I'm, he's probably the only defender I'm really looking at because he's uh, been nailed in that sort of Spurs team. Um, you know, obviously looking at Son, uh, Son, sorry. Um, uh, but you know, how does his injury sort of play out? Um, don't rule out um Dele. Um, you know, he's six point five. He's he can be a really cheap enabler. Um, sort of again, he's in that sort, he's in that window of. Um, you know, Jota, um, uh, Torres, all of those sort of, you know, between 6.5 and 7.5 that we're probably going to end up having in our teams simply because we're probably going to have one or two huge hitters up front. So, yeah, and then obviously Kane, but um, I think between um, Ronaldo and Lukaku, uh, for me there's not really much room for Kane, but... um, but yeah, I kind of
0: probably want to see more from Kane before I like yeah. pay that twelve point three. Like he has lost a bit of value, but when you got the likes of Ronaldo and Lukaku, mm. like, Lukaku is like a full one different So,
1: and yeah. are they are they truly sort of united? Because obviously he's come he's come back to that um, Spurs side, and he's come out and said, yeah, you know, um, I love the club and all this kind of stuff, but it, you know. Every Spurs supporter I've, I've talked to, I, you know, I've talked to, that they, they knew he was on the way out. He wanted that move. He didn't get that move. You know, what happens there? You know, does he come back in and just you play like nothing's happened? Or does, is that, does that unrest sort of start to linger um, yeah. for a while sort of thing? You know, like, oh, look, if he comes out this week and bangs in three or four goals... No one's going to talk about you know any sort of unrest in in that team. But you know if he's if he struggles for a while, then what happens? You know then uh, is it going to be that, that those talks Oh, you know he wants out in January, he wants this, he wants that. You know so it just again it's it's a, it's a wait and see with him.
0: Yeah, no, I could imagine the conversation would have went. Um, I want to leave. I'm not happy here. And they say, well, you're not leaving. And then he goes, well, I love Spurs anyway, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> But um, one person I will touch on from Palace. I don't really like anything to do with Palace at the moment, but I do like Gallagher, but definitely need to wait to their fixtures turn around before I look at him. But his um is at 5.5. So my plan would be maybe in the future to trade him in for Damari Gray possibly, but we'll see how it goes mm-hmm.
1: anyway.
0: Um, next matchup is going to be a blockbuster, mate. Uh-huh, Arsenal versus Norwich. <laughs>
1: So uh Norwich uh, is gonna win that game, yeah.
0: Uh well possibly. <laughs> well the Brendan Williams owners will be definitely banking on that, so
1: <laughs> uh yeah, so I look, um it's become a bit of a running joke, but um whenever I watch Arsenal games, um if they lose I was um tuning to uh Arsenal fan T V straight afterwards just to <laughs> to hear the um <laughs> hear the damage that sort of comes through that. But um but look in all honesty, now's the time. If you're going to get Arsenal um, assets, now is the time. Their fixture, they're, they've got great fixtures. You know, they've got Norwich, uh, Burnley, Tottenham, uh, brighton hove Albion, and Crystal Palace. And that Tottenham game shouldn't scare me, though. It's, it's, a, it's a derby. Um, it doesn't matter where you are on the table. Um, when, you know, when, when it's a London derby, anything can happen. So they've got a great set of, you know, five upcoming fixtures. Um, you know, the players I'm sort of looking at um, in, in defence, probably uh, Tierney. Um, yeah. You know, he's dropped a little bit in value. He's... Uh, yeah, a, he, not too yeah and, he, played, and he, he can get attacking returns. Like, he, look, he's been knocking on the door for years um, in terms of, you know, coming through um, in that sort of, in the sort of like, I know the different players, but like in that TAA mould in terms of just banging down the door in terms of attacking returns. Um, yeah. a- anyone um, in the defence for you other than um, uh, Tierney?
0: I did. There was that uh, Japanese defender that they've just signed as well, um, Tomiyasu. Mm. He yes. um actually looks pretty decent, but and at four point five, he could be a good shout if he gets a spot. Like I'd just be taking out Callum Chambers if I was Arsenal and
1: putting him in. So, but mm, this uh, what, what about someone like a uh, is it White? I know he's dropped yeah, Ben White. Is he down to four point four now? I think he may be down to four point four at the moment. Uh, yeah, he is. He's four point four. You know, does he start getting a bit of um? Or uh, you know, run a form sort of thing. Like, is it what is what was he a fifty million dollar man? Like, he's he's gonna have <laughs> to he's gonna have to repay that faith. So was um, um, Josh
0: Drinkwater? Is that his name? That um Chelsea it was, for like? Oh, uh, I think it was
1: Danny 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 Drinkwater. <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, so like it's it's fraught with sort of a bit of wariness in terms of. Um, signing uh, or uh, getting Arsenal defenders, yeah. um, but if you get them as a fourth or fifth defender sort of thing, um, yeah. and like you know, uh, as I said, the fixtures are there. So yeah, um, in the in the mids, I'm probably like again, I'm probably not going to be getting any Arsenal um, players anytime soon. But if I'm sort of looking at players, um, Saka, or, uh, yeah. Yeah, Saka, yeah, Saka. Um, again, another quality player. Um, he's only Young
0: 6.3 as well. So he's at that sort yeah. of price point where you can kind of fit him in as well without having to do too much damage.
1: Yeah, so and that's the thing. Like, he could be an easy swap. Like, obviously, West Ham's fixtures will turn probably in the next one or two fixtures um, will turn, you know, maybe a Ben Rama up to – Ben Rama to Saka might be a great option um, but again, I need to see Arsenal score some goals. You know, they haven't scored a goal yet, so well in the in the Premier League anyway. So I need to see them score some goals, show that sort of attacking uh promise per se before I bring in anyone from Arsenal.
0: Yeah, well if you if you're in a coma for the first two weeks of the season and then woke up when they were doing <laughs> the League Cup, you would have thought, Oh, I'm gonna go pretty much fill my team with every Arsenal player I can find.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and up forward is there anyone other than uh, Auburn and um, and Laka for you?
0: Nah, sort of. I'm looking at Aubrey he has dropped in price, but I want to see him banging goals in like he did the other year. Before I sort of entertain that, when you have sort of mm. you can spend that extra one and a half and go up to Lukaku if you really want a premium asset.
1: Yeah, but and 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 again, just in terms of the forwards this year, there's there's that many forwards either. You know the, the big hitters, or even the budget options. That oh, I can't see us bringing in um, Older unless he absolutely sort of tears the house down.
0: Yeah, no, that's um, I agree. Yeah, you got because of how good Antonio's going for a lot cheaper. You kind of hmm. you don't really need to sit in that. Price range to nine and a half to ten, you can kind of be happy yeah. to sitting on what a Tony is at the moment anyway.
1: Yeah, seven, yeah, is seven point seven, but then you've got Calvert Lewin at eight point one. You've even got Tony, who you know six point four, just scored. You know, just um, scored a goal in the last game. Um, you've got a lot of options down there. Yeah. There's one man that I'm going to talk about very, very soon um, in in that place up forward for Norwich. Yep, is that? Um... Is it, Pookie? Yeah, the the, the, the Pookie party. I think. Oh, look, last year, last year I missed out on the Pookie party. At the start, I I didn't bring him in. Um, cost myself probably twenty or thirty points in that first um, two game weeks. But um, look, if there's any time that he's going to bang in a few goals, it's yep. this sort of and they don't have the most amazing fixtures, but. Obviously, they've got um, Arsenal, which is going to be a tough fixture for them. But then they've got Watford. Again, anything can happen in that Watford game. They've got yeah. Everton, tough tough fixture. They've got Burnley, which, again, I think they can bang in a few goals. And then they've got Brighton, uh, Brighton, Hovind, El- Albion. So, uh, you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think if there's any time that there's going to be attacking returns for Norwich, because um, I think, unfortunately, they're probably going to go down again. It's going yeah. to be in this stretch. It's going to be in this window. So if you need, like, if you're on wild card and you need that sort of budget enabler, that, and especially if you're going to play two, you know, if you're gonna, if you're even contemplating playing three big hitters, you're going to need players that will start and will potentially get you some returns. Like, um, you know, Pookie's one. Um, this, that yeah. um, Brendan Williams uh, what, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you're going to have to bring in these um, quite cheap players, but you don't want to bring in a player that's cheap, that's just you're not going to get a game. You know what I mean? You want to bring in cheap players that have the potential to actually score, uh, to, uh, to score some points for you. Yeah, there is
0: one player that's not on anyone's radar at the moment. I've kind of, just from an eye test, I said he hasn't got any point returns this year yet, but his name's McLean. He's sitting at 4.9 and he's a midfielder. He um, mm-hmm. looked to be like, he had about three decent shots at goal and he looks pretty lively. So definitely one to maybe look at because he all the attack was going for him pretty much and Pookie.
1: Hmm. No, oh, I can't say that. I've heard of that one. So
0: uh, I think he got an assist on international duty the other day as well. Okay. Oh, Nice. But, um, yeah, no, nah, like like well, you said, if you go on the wild card and you want some sort of cheap people to put in your team that's going to start, like Norwich has a, a great amount of cheap people in their teams. So.
1: Well, he's sitting at 0.0% owned. So if you want to grab him, he, he will be the biggest um, uh, <laughs> differential that you'll ever see. <laughs>
0: exactly. So, yeah, definitely so maybe- differentials on this show
1: yeah yeah so so maybe just his um his mum and himself probably owns him in the FpL game, but uh, who knows you know you, you you might have um you might have unraveled a bit of gold there
0: well, if uh it doesn't work, don't um don't tweet at me all right <laughs> <laughs> okay, um next game up is Brentford and Brighton. I think this could be actually a bit of a cracking game
1: mm, oh i, I- yeah, I do as well. I think it'll be a great game. Um, you've got to remember, and this is it's um, a point that I sort of bring up, Brentford are very rested. You know what I mean? They haven't ha- really had players go out on international. I think they've only had one or two. Um, the, 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 their fixtures aren't the best, unfortunately. Um, you know, they've got Brighton and they've got Wolves. And then I like if look if you've got Tony, um, I would say stick fat the next two. Um, yeah. see if you can get some attacking returns and then jump off for that Liverpool game. Um, you know, that'll take you up to game week, uh, game week six anyway. Um, then essentially it's a it's a sort of a it's a it's a free hit at anyone that you want at that sort of price range. And then you more than likely I know for myself, I'm probably gonna wild card that week after. So um, yeah, like, I think you can
0: realistically hold him till then. And then if there's yeah. any hard matchups, just put him on the bench. You don't have to worry about him.
1: I think the main person, like the only person that's really uh, fantasy relevant here is probably Tony. Yeah, um,
0: 6.4. I do have okay. Ray in goals just because I'm doing the old classic um, poverty level rotation keeper with Sanchez and Raya.
1: Mm, so. The, See, I used to do that and found very, very quickly um, you always pick the wrong goalkeeper. So well, this will, um, um,
0: back in uh, Brentford, so
1: me <laughs> <laughs> on my bench. <laughs> I, will, I'll, I will talk to you next, uh, next week over Twitter, and I'll be like, you made the wrong decision. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, it could be like that. The, the good thing about Raya is he gets a lot of saves, mainly because Brentford mm-hmm. seem to. Uh, invite a lot of pressure into their own box. But at worst, you're going to maybe pick up the three points um, with that extra save bonus. But if they do keep a clean sheet, yeah. you know, you, you're laughing. So,
1: Yeah, I actually think there's going to be some goals in this one anyway. So hopefully um, both keepers save a penalty and uh, we're all rolling in uh, points.
0: <laughs> that's it. We actually um, gone up in price as well. So that's... <laughs> <laughs>
1: People Um, must be listening to my pod. Yeah, with the Brighton team, um, not a bad um, next five. You know, Brentford, then Leicester. You know, Leicester haven't been great. Then Palace, Arsenal and Norwich. So, again, on form, um, not a bad five, Uh, next five. Um, The only two that I'd really look at, though, in terms of the Brighton team, if you haven't already got him, um, you know, the goalkeeper, Sanchez. Um, and probably Duffy as defender. Obviously, I've forgotten the fella's name. That might might be taking Duffy's spot, but Duffy's I been playing real well. well. Yeah, yeah um, Duffy, Talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. So and Duffy's been playing real well though. So, um, and I think he's four point two, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. Again, for the for the wild carders, he might be one that you throw in as a you know defender four, defender five. Keep him on the bench um, when you're playing sort of 3 5 2 or, uh, or whatnot. And, you know, with these, you know, with the fixtures, with their better fixtures, um, start him on the field. So, but. And he um, also picked
0: up but, a goal over the international break as well. So, hopefully, the manager's watching him that not going to take him out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, nah, in all honesty, I don't really like, I've got Basuma in my team sort of. Um, on the bench, um, but he's my two points every week. Um, yeah. Obviously, uh, and uh, as you can sort of tell, I, I missed out on his eight point haul because he was sitting at um, bench bench option three. Um, yeah. But but in saying that, like he's there, he's there as a backup to a backup. You know what I mean? So I yes. um, I can't see him being sort of relevant per se other than a bit of a um, uh, bench spot there. Um, and uh, what is it? Is it Neil Morpé? He's just he, – uh, I think he's too volatile anyway. I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but again – no, go on, sorry.
0: No, nah, sorry, I agree. I had him um, in my fantasy draft league last year and, like, three weeks you were, like, absolutely cheering and then ten weeks you were just waste of space.
1: Hmm. <laughs> and he's a if, if fun fact about um more pain, i could be wrong about this but i think i'm not um i think he came from the uh, from brentford didn't he or am uh, i testing your memory there
0: oh yeah you test my memory i'm not 100 <laughs> percent sure. but i'm sure to do a bit of research and get back to you on that one
1: yeah Now i'm pretty yeah i'm pretty sure he actually came well, he came from brentford um few years back now i believe but um they look Brentford have some sort of academy going there. You know, you, you had Watkins come through from there, Morpé pay come through from there. Um, yeah. Obviously, they've got um, the young fellow uh, in there now, uh, Tony. So they 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 do some good business. They do do some good, especially in terms of the in terms of strikers and things like that. So um yeah, so who, who yeah, knows? We'll see see how that goes.
0: There was. Um I think Veltman, there could be a chance that he might take Lamptey's spot on out wide in the back line, possibly, which could leave Duffy starting every week, hopefully.
1: Mm. Well, Lamptey's injured, isn't he? So,
0: yeah, because he, he must have got injured last game because Veltman come on for Lamptey. So that was sort of, I jotted that down yeah. when I saw that, just to make note of it for future reference. Um, yeah. There's another player I looked at, as well as Cucurella. He um, played a lot of midfield last year, or last season, um, for his team in Spain, but he's listed as a fullback. So if he does play in the midfield, he might be worth a shout at 5.0. because he did get a lot of assists last season, so it might be something to look at. But, I mean, when you're paying 5.0 for a defender, in my case, you sort of need to make sure you're going to get some sort of return at least.
1: Yeah, and I think at that price, like obviously – I think it's just that too awkward a too awkward a price there. Like you're either going to go right down and get a four point five, or you're going to pay four or five more million and you're going to get yourself, um, uh, you know, one of the uh, like a Gallagher or a Gray or a, you know any of the other sort of five point five range players that are sort of breaking through. Yeah. Um, I I just think at 5.0, he's just that, he's a bit, he's just that too expensive to be a a bench spot. And then he's just not like there's quality there for just that little bit more.
0: Yeah, no, that's it, definitely. Um, Is there anything else you'd like to add on uh, Brighton at all, or are you happy to move along?
1: No, happy to move along there.
0: Okay, next up, we've got Leicester and Man City. I don't know how I feel about this game. It could, it could be a good game, but I have a feeling Man City could just come out and tear him a new one. To be honest,
1: well, seeing of what Man City did to Arsenal, um, and Leicester haven't really performed to the Leicester standards so far. I I actually don't have anyone from Leicester in my watch list um, at all. So like they've got City. Um, then they've got Brighton, Burnley, Crystal Palace and Man United. So, you know, they've got good middle fixtures, but, um, you know, either side of the, the five-game stretch, um, some t- tough fixtures. But um, I very know very you will you, probably, Vardy, which is in that awkward price mm. range of the 10.5. Yeah. But, again, Vardy being a forward um, uh, there's, and with all the other fours that sort of coming through and, um, you know, having some cheaper, like I would much rather have Antonio than Vardy. You know, I would yeah, much absolutely. rather have, like I'd almost much rather have Tony than Vardy. Do you know what I mean? Like I think Vardy's sort of getting on in age. Um, you know, look, one that if he would, and I had him in my team quite a bit last year, yeah. is um, uh, I, I-, I Archo. Yeah, if he if he can consolidate, like if he can start in that uh, eleven week in week out, I could probably find room my team for Archo. Uh, but um, other than that, I can't really talk um too much about Leicester players at the
0: moment. Yeah, I've got Ricardo my team at the moment. He he's actually pretty decent. He gets down the wing, gets um those balls in the box, and is definitely a threat to get an assist nearly every game. But he does have that injury cloud now. So I definitely would not be getting him in if you don't have him at the moment. Mm.
1: And then um, obviously looking at Man, looking at Man City, um, yep. you know, their fixture run, you've got Leicester, Southampton, Chelsea, Liverpool, Burnley. So a couple of tough fixtures sort of in, in that as well. But it is Man City. I think Man City are pretty much fixture-proof. The only thing that can stop Man City is Pep Roulette.
0: Um, <laughs> so. Their own biggest enemy.
1: They are their own biggest enemy. Enemy, you know. What I mean, like um, on their day, you know, on their day, they are un- unplayable. They're unstoppable, you know. Um, but in saying that, you know, like I, on my sort of watch list, I'm probably looking at Man City once I wildcard. So, um, yeah. looking at you know game week seven, eight, when the fixture, you know, the, the fixtures sort of turn. Um, uh, you know, looking at Laporte, looking at Diaz down back, um, uh, even Cancelo, but you, you I think we need it all. Um, I have him sort of down here as like a watch and see, but I think the main one there, obviously, is Torres. You know, seven point two, if he can sort of have that striking position to himself. Um, and start banging in a few goals. I think we all need to have him. Like if he comes out this week and scores two, um, I think you have to find a spot for for Torres. Um, yeah. Then, then you know, like the forgotten man in KDB. You know, like <laughs> how many primos is too many? You know, like <laughs> uh, he yeah. he you know again on his day. You know, a bit injury prone. But in his day, he's unplayable. So, um, if he starts, you know, uh, he Pep might put him up forward. Do you know what I mean? So then we kind of have to look at it and go, well, what are we going to do? Are we going to play KDB? Are we going to, uh, you know, where do we where do we put these premos? You know, do we have Never. two mids? Uh, yeah.
0: Well, the way it's going at the moment this year is you. It used to always be the premium plays were mostly in the front line, but. Now you can kind of get away with playing maybe the one premium up front and then investing in your likes of Salah and De De Bruyne and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So it's definitely a good anyway.
1: Yeah, and then obviously you've got KDB and Foden coming back relatively soon. How is that going to impact Torres? Um, You know, is his role going to change? Is he going to start? You know, and that's the pet, you know that's the pet, sort of the pet rule there with ha- owning Man City players. Um, you know the forgotten man. Uh, I'm going to butcher this again, but um, Gun Gunter uh, Gun. Um, yeah, you know, l- enough, last yeah, last year's form he was unplayable. Like it, you had to have him in your side. He was just banging yeah. goals left, right, and center. Now, obviously, this year not so much, but um it sort of came out of the blue last year as well. And then he went from who to I have to have him in my side.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, like even um, with Torres, my plan was possibly when my wild card is to downgrade Bruno, put him in and then have the money to get Lukaku or Ronaldo in up front.
1: Yeah, and I, and I think that's a sensible move there. Yeah. Um, You know, the only, obviously, the only only forward we can talk about is Jesus, but um, I don't...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Imagine how filthy you'd be being the only um, out-and-out striker in your club and you still (laughs) can't get a run.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's um, ironic, isn't it? Um, But, um, again, I I don't think Jesus... Does he start games? Like, will will he start games or is... Is Pep gonna play sort of you know KDB and Torres sort of up, uh, up forward or um, and then you got Sterling you know,
0: as well like I it's just I forgot a mess. about Sterling <laughs> That's <a> mess, <laughs> I legitimately
1: I legitimately forgot about Sterling so yeah now you're right one hundred percent right so again it's I think it's almost an avoid with Man City until you see um, a player that has that good stretch of games um, where they're scoring well, uh, I think that's when you bring in uh, men's city players.
0: Yeah, well, I've written down the only people that I can have any confidence in is Grealish, Diaz and Torres at the moment for me. Mm, no, I think you're right. But who knows? I could be wrong. Grealish could be other side when KDB comes back.
1: So
0: <laughs> um, anything else you'd like to add, mate, or are you happy to move on?
1: No, I think I'm happy to move
0: on uh, for that one. Uh, Now the main game of the weekend, uh, Manchester United versus Newcastle. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's going to be quite an interesting watch, especially if Ronaldo is playing because there's going to be so many people just, like, wanting to do something. But um, Mm. I'm going to be on the camp of Bruno, so I'll be watching this game intently, possibly with the captain on Bruno's arm on my team. Mm. So... But, see, uh, I it, think uh, you know, the way worry. I look at it is if um, people that were looking at doing the wild card here and getting Renato in, I'd probably just sit, if you do have Bruno, sit on Bruno and just wait and see because worst case scenario, you might get an assist, Renato will get two goals, but you're still going to get a return from Bruno in my opinion mm,
1: anyway. No, I agree. I agree. I think I think the best thing you can do in this case is hold um, there's no, you know, look. There's n- <laughs> again, you might laugh at this, but there's no guarantees Ronaldo starts. Now, yeah. you might la- you might laugh at that, but just have a look um, at Messi at PSG. Yeah, like he started off the bench, and then obviously uh, when um, when they put him on, you know, the the crowd went wild. Does Man United do a similar thing where they? Keep him on the bench. They bring him on around about the you know 60, 70, 70, 70th minute mark. Um, you know, crowd goes wild, all that kind of stuff. Um, it is it, it, before I say that. It is a um, is it a Man United home game or have I yes, butchered that? Uh, oh, man United oh, home yeah, game. Yes. So, so man. Oh well, then what, what I said does make sense. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean. You, you 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 bring him on. You 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 cheer him. Um, you know, you've got Ronaldo back. You, you know, does that happen? Um, obviously, there's talks um, that he's obviously still in quarantine. He hasn't been able to train. But again, who knows if those if those are uh, true or not? Like, obviously, I'll be listening to the presses to see um, what um, what they say. But look, uh, Man United, their next fixtures, the next five, are great. You know yeah, what I mean? You've definitely. got, you've got, yeah, you've got Newcastle, then you've got my boys, uh, which, yeah, yeah we'll that see how we be, go about that one. That could be actually a decent <laughs> we, game, to be honest. Yeah, it could be a decent game. Um, you've got Villa, you've got Everton, you've got Leicester. So, like, I think now is the, if you go on to hop onto them, if you don't already have Man United yeah. players, now's the time to hop onto them. Um yeah.
0: Like even we could because, see a lineup if Ronaldo's on the bench and uh King Lingard could be starting out wide.
1: <laughs> just um pumping up the uh the transfer uh just a little bit higher for him. Just,
0: yeah, just um, another ten mil. Just another ten yeah.
1: mil. Yeah. Well, I think we're gonna I, I just side note, I think we're actually we're going to um try and get him come January again, but um who knows? Who knows, you know. But, uh, again, given his England form, (laughs) he might start for you guys on the weekend. Um,
0: But, as you said, you you don't know whether he's going to start, whether he's going to get 20 minutes off the
1: bench or... And, in all honesty, I think, again, what you said, Quentin, it's it's a wait and see with Man United. We need to see how Ole will structure them up. We've got to see who he starts. Um, Look your list, your list runs deep. That's, yeah. I think, you've recruited quality players. You know what I mean? Like, you've got, you've almost got a forgotten man in Sancho. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, it feels <laughs> and, like he's been playing
0: like a forgotten man as well.
1: <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. You know what I mean? Like, does, you know, does Pogba play in that sort of defensive role or does he play more of an attacking role? Um, you know, we don't know the makeup. Or and we don't know the makeup of um, the Man United team. You know Greenwood. I'd love to know where Greenwood's going to line up because you know I think he's about what about seven point seven. He's in that sort of Jota, um, that, that sort of price range. Yeah. Where you know if I'm if I am downgrading Bruno, if you know the stars line up, Ronaldo plays a great game. It's so, like yep, I need Ronaldo after this game week. Yeah. I might, uh, and given um, the fixtures, I might go. All right, well, I'm going to downgrade Bruno to Greenwood, um, yeah. and grab Ronaldo up forward. You know, have the double uh, attack for United. So, I think it's a whole a wait and see. As uh, bad, you know, like, and and it's actually funny that we do agree on that. I think it's a wait and see, and just um after the game, go, yeah, all right, this is what I'm going to do. What, what I'm going to do. This is my plan because, um you never know, like Bruno, the game might happen and then, you know, Bruno might still be on free kicks. I think penalties will be Ronaldo, but, you know, Bruno might still be on free kicks and then it's like, oh, hang on a minute, maybe I should keep Bruno um, and try and double up again, um, you know, double up on, try and do the wild card and go Bruno and uh, Ronaldo together, you know, that'll yeah. be a huge differential. You know, uh, playing both both Bruno and Ronaldo in your team, that yeah. could be massive because I don't think too many people are actually talking about that. A lot of people are talking about either Bruno or Ronaldo. There's not many people talking about, well, I'm going to double up on them.
0: Yeah, well, that's it. Who knows? There could be another moment like uh, DCL and Richarlison and uh, Ronaldo and uh, Shaw could be uh, – not Shaw, sorry um, – Bruno and Ronaldo could be shirts off in the eight-yard box, man.
1: <laughs> well, I think, man, you win this comfortably anyway, so um, it could could well be. No,
0: nah, definitely.
1: And sort of I'm not
0: really looking at any uh, Newcastle players, possibly Wilson. After this week, they've got a pretty good fixture run up until game week 10 against Chelsea. So if uh, people are wanting yeah. to jump up oh, or
1: jump down Looking to Wilson, at it, yeah, and looking at it, they've got, because um, I want to touch back on some uh, menu players, but looking at it, they've got uh, menu leads, uh, Watford, Wolves, and Tottenham. So yeah, the fixture runs alright, but Wilson's at seven point five. He's too expensive to be a uh, an enabler. Yeah. So y- y- you know what I mean. So if you're getting Wilson in, you're sort of doing that at. Like you're not going to have an Antonio in the team, um, and or you're not going to have like a Bamford, which we haven't really talked about yet. But I know we're going to talk about him later, but I think there are better options at that seven point um, your yeah. mark.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, yeah, but like obviously touching back on Manu, I think defensive wise, I'm look. Oh, I've got Shaw in my team, and he's not going anywhere for the no. next um five or so. Um, is there anyone else in that sort of defence that you're looking at?
0: I did look at Verrain. He did look pretty good and he did get forward quite a bit and putting those balls sort of into the feet of um, Bruno on that 18-yard box. But I think Shaw is the big winner of Ronaldo signing because he's going to be whipping balls in and there's no better mm. header apart from Timmy Cahill.
1: Um, I think, yeah. <laughs> and I think I think Shaw is... He's a smidgen off a massive attacking return. Like I think in that first game, did he was did he hit the post? If I'm not mistaken, yeah, I think so yeah, he did hit the post. Yeah. And then the last game, he's almost gotten an attacking return as well. I think he's one or two games away from a fifteen or sixteen point um, return. I can I, I can feel it. I think that's the reason why I'm holding him. Oh, I'm keeping him in the side because. I think it's there. I think that sort yeah. of huge return is coming. It might even be in that Newcastle game because, yeah, like, I, as as I said, I can't see Newcastle um, holding United um, to a draw or even you know scoreless sort of thing. So, um, like and if you're st- a bit worried about Shaw, just close your eyes and think of the Euros and <laughs> uh, get you free. Yeah, exactly right, exactly right. But um, like, look, look in terms of the mids, it's a, it's a wait and see with, with United, see how they set up. But, like, you know, looking at Greenwood, um, obviously I've still got Pogba looking at uh, – sorry, sorry, I've got Bruno looking at Pogba. Um, and I, I think Sancho's not going to, unfortunately, start too many games. So I don't yep. believe he's going to be uh, fantasy relevant. And as much as I'd love to see as <laughs> a as a fantasy option, I just don't think he is. Um. But yeah, so that's sort of uh, it's a wait and see with Man United.
0: No, definitely. I think that that's a pretty decent wrap of the teams. So I think we're happy to move on to the next one, which I'm going to let you start off because it's your <laughs> beloved West Ham.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, even though um, Tottenham's a uh, home team here, I think I'll um, start with um, start with West Ham. Um, or have I gotten gotten that wrong? What one, one wrong and of? West Ham. Yeah, uh, uh, but um, who's the home, who's the home team in that? Um, ah, uh,
0: Southampton. But doesn't oh, Southampton, that is the
1: – Yeah, now that's all that, that's all good. That's all good. Um, look, in terms of West Ham, with have you know it's been the Ben Rama and Antonio show so far. Um, if you didn't get on, like Ben Rama was the the Twitter hype at the start of the year. He yeah. has delivered in spades. I think you still. If you've got him, you still hold on to him um, for the next few. Um, Look, we've got Southampton, we've got Man United, then we've got Leeds, Brentford and Everton. So the run, other than the Man United game, the run is pretty decent. Like Leeds concedes um, quite a number of goals. You know, I think that'll be a high-scoring game. Um, Brentford's fairly new and uh, Everton could be anything. So... Well, everyone's
0: defense isn't great at the moment, so
1: yeah. So uh, obviously, Antonio's the main, the main man down at West Ham. If if those hamstrings can stay um, uh, strung, (laughs) if they can stay on on his, (laughs) um, look, he's a beast. He will get you attacking returns. Um, So if you've got him, keep him. I uh, I won't call him a season keeper, but as long as he's on the scoring run, I think you just hold on to him and then yeah, you move 7. on from that 9, point.
0: You get in a return like he's one of the premiums at the moment.
1: Correct. Correct. So, and I think if um if you captained him for every game, uh, I didn't unfortunately, but um he's. He – what has he gotten? He's gotten uh, a 13, a 16 and an 11. He's sitting, you know, uh, sitting free at the moment if, if you captained him pretty much in game one, two and three. So yeah, exactly. um, I think he goes nowhere. Ben Rama's a sort of uh, wait and see until the fixtures, the fixtures turn. Um, if I'm going to talk about sort of uh, the lessers in, term, no, in, uh, in terms of West Ham, like your, your enablers, four nails, um, can get goals, does get goals. Um, if you're looking to bring someone in, um, I think he's about 6.0. Um, he's, you know, he's pretty good on set pieces. Um, yeah. he, um, he, he sort of, he can be maligned at times in terms of our, our supporters group, like you rather love him or hate him. Um, yeah. It, it's funny because I actually read um, somewhere that uh, Iniesta actually called him the next Iniesta.
0: <laughs> That's a pretty um, big compliment.
1: Well, it is a huge compliment, especially from Iniesta. Um, look, West Ham's greatest strength is um, their set, set piecework. So, yeah. you know, Suchek, Fournals, um, you know, Ogbonna, they can all chip in for a goal, like a headed goal. Um, yeah. Then obviously you've got, you know, Ben Rama which um, according, you know, in the field of play and things like that. The only other um, person that I will touch on is Cresswell. Um, yeah. He is, uh, he can take free kicks. Um, I believe he takes uh, a corner, uh, one of the corners as well. Um, he will get you assists. He will get you attacking returns. He's, he's sort of in that sort of sure mold. Yeah. Um, and, um Obviously, if you've got the money for him, I would go him uh, over our cheque defender. Oh,
0: that
1: uh, uh, yes, Sufal, is it? Uh, uh, yes, yeah, Sufal, Sufowl, yeah. So I would, uh, if you've got that 0.5, extra, just Sufail is still quite good, but I feel like Presswell gets more attacking returns uh, potentially in this stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's pretty much West Ham. Is there anyone that you wanted to add to that um, in terms of the West Ham team?
0: Uh, possibly Velasic, uh, if that's how you say it. Just um, they signed him in the transfer window just closed. He, um, From what I've seen on YouTube and all the highlights, he looks like he's going to be an absolute beast of a player. But the way he's a player at I, the moment, I just don't see who he's going to take off.
1: I don't think he starts um at all i think he might be a a bench player look the one good thing about Moyes um that we can say is he does keep uh, he does keep the west this west ham team sort of consistent in terms of the team he doesn't make too many changes unless they're forced yeah. um i think if vlasic is going to start he needs to earn his start um yeah. And you sort of saw that with Ben Rama sort of coming through this year, um, you know, played off the bench a lot last year and he's, he's sort of he's made that uh, Lingard spot from last year his own. So I think with Lasich, he will get opportunities. I think he'll more get opportunities um, in the Cups and potentially in, um, in Europe. Yeah. Um, and I, I think if he plays well, um in those games, then he may be given a chance in the PL. Uh, yeah. And I think he's about 6.0. So when he starts getting those consistent games, then he, he is he's a lot for my team. But I yeah. just don't see at the moment how he gets in.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely a good insight there because he does stick with the same side, especially if they're performing well. So it might be hard to find that way into the team. Yeah. Um, anyone from Southampton apart from livramento and I think I've got Adam Armstrong down as well, just as a
1: yeah
0: downgrade option when their fixtures change. Yeah.
1: I've got the I've got the same thing like um, you know, just going through Sottens, next five, West Ham, Man City, Wolves, Chelsea Leeds. So it doesn't read pretty in terms of um uh, in terms of hit their next five. Um, I've got Livermento sort of purely there as a budget enabler. Um, if you're going to downgrade someone like a um, Tony who's 6.4, but again Armstrong is the only one I'd probably look at. He's 6.0, um, yeah. can score a few goals, but I don't think he's sort of cheap enough to be that enabler per se. Um, I would just stick with Tony. So there's not too many more that I'd say from Southampton at this point um, that I'd be looking at.
0: Yeah, like their fixture run doesn't get good to about game week 8 to 13, Mm. which is probably a prime uh, area for the downgrade if you're doing the wild card. But, yeah, as you said, the, the fixtures coming up aren't great. So just more of a just to keep him on the watch list and have a look.
1: Yeah, and I think, in all honesty, I think Livermento just sort of stays in my team the majority of the year. Um, You play when you have to, um, and then you sort of go from there with with Southampton.
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay, next up we've got the Watford and Wolves. Um, Quite a lot of FPL plays to look at here. I'm just going to run through just the popular picks and the ones that I think are a bit relevant would be... um, Few people getting Samato in this week, I think, is a good shout. Just because people are tossing up between him and Cody, and I think for the extra point four, I feel like you are going to get a better chance at attacking return through Samato than you will of Cody. But that's just my opinion. But, yeah, um, I, also, I agree. Have you looked at the defenders at all? For yeah,
1: years? yeah. So I um, I agree with you there um, in terms of Sumato over Cody. Um, don't rule out. And again, I'm going to butcher his name, but Marcel. Mar- Mar- Mar-
0: yeah, Marcel nailed it, mate. First, Marcel.
1: He <laughs> he's um, 4.5, uh, and Wolves are playing in that sort of three-five-two setup, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, and so he's playing on the other wing to Samedo. So yeah. if if you're sort of running low on funds, um and you need that extra, you know, 0. 0.4, 0. 0.3, he's yep. worth a shout. But the way that I sort of see it, if you're going on attacking returns, you go Semedo. If you're going on consistency, you're going Cody. Yeah. I think that's the way sort of I, I look at their defence.
0: Yeah. are definitely interesting. And then you've got the midfield in Traore. Like it's like Antonio without the goals, so you (laughs) kind of you're drawn in, but for me, I just can't pull the trigger on him at all till I see that end product.
1: Nah, and has Traore ever, like, I know he looks good, but has he, and I know the underlying stats are there, and um, but has he ever had a decent FPL season? you
0: know what I mean? Like as in... Not like a season per se, but he did have mm. a few good performances um, back-to-back last year where I kind of of saw it the first match and thought, oh, he's went pretty good. And then I thought, well, I'm not going to get him. And then like two, three games had passed and he was just killing it.
1: Yeah. How how about Trincao um, from Wolves? He's 5.9, so he's 0.1 million cheaper um, than... Um, Traore. Yeah, I, I, I don't think mind that. He's good. Yeah, and I think if I'm not mistaken, he's well, – I know the Wolves players don't really have uh, – haven't really scored many points at the moment, but I think he's the only player in that team that's gotten any sort of um, attacking returns, if I'm not mistaken. or
0: I think he got, a bonus, wrong he got in the bonus points. Oh, bonus, sorry. Game,
1: I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, apologies, yeah, because yeah. um, they've, <laughs> they've lost three games, one uh, one nil each, so now, but he did get a bonus, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, I think at that price, at that sort of 6.0 in that midfield, I think a trail rail bus maybe.
0: Yeah, no, I'd, I've got to stay away. I've decided just to go with Jimenez, who he did get a few chances last week. He was... Unlucky not to score, but definitely just waiting for him to get back to his old self. So hopefully it's this week.
1: Yeah. How about um, the goalkeeper, Sar as a shout? Like the Wolves have got Watford, um, uh, Brentford, Southampton, Newcastle, Villa.
0: Yeah, no, so, no I agree. He, I've got him in, um, I do, it's fan tracks. I do uh, draft hmm. league on that and I've got him in that.
1: Yeah, so because, like, the next five, again, are quality. And judging by their games, they've only lost one nil every game. Yeah. So if, you know, if, if they can sort of turn that around, if um, Jimmy can start getting a few attacking returns, you know, they can be solid. Um, I think they can keep some cleans. Yeah. So, you no. know, if you are on that sort of wild card, the only – thing about Saar is he's 5.0 I yeah. think if he was 4.5 I'd be all over him yeah, um no, but I definitely. think at that sort of 5.0 mark he's just that little bit too overpriced um yeah.
0: but it's a yeah. good level there You'd, I don't necessarily like to spend more than that 5.0 on a goalkeeper so definitely if there's people that don't want to spend the five and a half or the six on a premium goalkeeper. He's definitely a good shout at that
1: 5.0. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, anyone from Watford you're looking at? I've sort of, I've jotted down Dennis just because Deeney's been shipped off. So
1: mm, I actually have a few from Watford. Um, I think uh, Watford's next four at least are decent on paper. Um, you've got yep. Wolves, Norwich, Newcastle, Leeds. So, yep. um, I've written down um Buckman, which is the goalkeeper, um yep. at four point five again. I think with Buckman, it's only if you're on wildcard. Um, and um, as I said to you, I'm not moving off Sanchez, but um, if you do that sort of hopperoo essentially with um your two four point five keepers. It might be worth a shout to have sort of Brighton, the Brighton keeper and the Watford keeper, and then you just yep. sort of bounce off the pictures. Yep. Um, other than that, I've got Saar at 6.0. Like I'm look, probably looking into bringing him in should I um, bring in Ronaldo. So if I sort of next week jump off Bruno, um, I'm probably going to, because if. And this will all change if DCL is injured because he's another one that has a um, yellow. Um, yeah, sort of it's said. Called? Yeah, yeah. It's like what impact um, around 70, his injury.
0: No, the
1: annoying. Thing. No, there isn't. So, but I, I think look, I think he should be alright because it it's you know been almost two weeks, so I think he should be okay. Um, but if he's fine, I'm probably going to move off Tony um, and bring in Ronaldo if Ronaldo performs. Uh, or not so much. Not even if he performs. Uh, I think if he starts, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be moving um, to Ronaldo. Um, and yeah. the one that would would have to give way is Fernandez. Um, and the way that my setup is, I can only bring in sort of a player um, unless I, you know, unless a wild card, which I don't want to do at that pro- yeah. that six at that six mark, six million mark. Um, yeah. And the only two that I'm even contemplating is sort of trail rating Saar, and I'm probably leaning towards Saar a bit more. Yeah, um, definitely
0: with this fixture run, you'd
1: you yeah. be
0: in a good shout for at least one the two games to get something back.
1: Yeah, correct. And and as I said, the only other player I'm looking at is Dennis. He's 5.2. He is the definition of a budget enabler. Um, especially if you bring in those the, the big dogs sort of up forward. Um yeah. you know, he's scored some goals as well. Um I think he is he's um Watford's highest. Uh, score at the moment in terms of um, FPL points. Yep. so he's got um, the bonus
0: points and the goal. So
1: yeah, so um, yeah, because he got twelve the first game. He hasn't done much since, but um, yep. I think they lost two 0 to Brighton, and then they lost to they lost to Tottenham. So and they didn't get mm-hmm. anywhere near, near it. In,
0: yeah, I fell spent sorry. that one game um, injured as well. So I think he's only played two games.
1: Uh, no, I think he's played three because. It, I'm just um, I've got the stats up here. I played sixty five right. minutes in the first game and then he played ninety in the second and third. Oh right, then maybe, so, yeah. maybe yeah, that's safe, um right? Yeah, but I I didn't watch that <laughs> I didn't watch that first game, so I'm not sure whether he came off the bench or whether he um uh left at the six oh, actually he would've he would have probably started, wouldn't he? Yeah and then actually taken off the one forever. Yeah, yeah. So but um, what, what's going on with Dini? Is he gone now, is he? or Yeah, he's gone. Uh, I think it's Birmingham. Ah, okay. Well, as, so then he, he's w- within a shower because I don't think anyone else is going to get near him in terms of that position. Um, no. It's probably, just especially the, the next uh, four or
0: forwards so. They've got, well, they've got a few forwards on there that are classless forwards, but
1: Gray has yeah. gone well,
0: they, and so is um, Dini, So,
1: mm. um. But yeah, so I think it's a wait and see. So, um they've got King as well, haven't they?
0: Oh yeah, they do too. Is that
1: um is that Josh King from yeah, it is Josh King, isn't it? From um uh, Bournemouth. Yep. Yeah. So but he hasn't really played oh, he's only scored the three points anyway. So um yeah, it's yeah, so
0: safe to- having him on your um Dennis on the bench is sort of just enough mm. or even to play him when you need to play him.
1: Mm, and that's that's sort of what I'm doing for Tony at the moment, anyway. Where you know I'm sort of playing him when uh, he's got the good fixtures, and then benching him when he hasn't. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you right for the next game?
0: Yep. We'll head on uh, Chelsea and Villa. Um, pretty some interesting talking points in this game. It's the weird thing is the two people that I'm interested in this game have both got injury clouds. So you got Lukaku, <laughs> who's got the injury cloud, and then Havertz, who's got the injury cloud as well. So.
1: Mm, yeah, um, talking points there. Yeah, well looking at Chelsea's fixture run, they've got Villa Tottenham City. Um so you know, two out of three, um difficult per se. Um and then the fixture swing comes in in game week seven. I think I don't think I'll be touching Chelsea assets until I wildcard. Um I've got quite a number that I'm sort of looking at, um, do do we want to start in defence?
0: Yeah, we can have a look at a couple of defensive plays if you want, mate.
1: Yeah, so obviously uh, I know James is, uh, he got red card, didn't
0: he? Yeah, is he? did he get just the
1: one-game suspension or was it two? Uh, Again, I'm testing my memory here, but if it's an automatic red card, I think it's a two.
0: Yeah, I thought it was two weeks straight up if it's a straight red.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to check that one. But like, he's one. But again, I'm coming from a point of view that I'll be, t- I'm thinking about Chelsea assets from game week seven. So yeah. if you're sort of looking at it in that mentality, James, um, you know, he uh, he is suspended until September the nineteenth. So yeah. he he's going to miss the next um, two. Yeah, so it's perfect time um, for the wild card anyway. Exactly right. Um, I'm looking at Rudiger as well. Um, I think 5.5. Um, he's sort of locked in that Chelsea setup as well. Um, yeah. I would absolutely love um, Chilwell to come in at that time. Um, yeah. He's one that he's on my radar. He's 5.7. He has not played a game, I don't think. No, he hasn't started at all for Chelsea. Yep. But Alonso, Alonso's keeping him out. Now, Alonso, if I'm not mistaken, it's Alonso's last year at Chelsea.
0: Yeah, I um,
1: think so. yeah. It's a matter of not if but when Chilwell takes that spot. And yep. I think once Chilwell takes that spot, it's his and I think you have to go grab Chirwell. Um, he's a great player. He, um, you know, gets those attacking returns. Um, I'd love to see a few more price drops from him because if you yeah. can grab him at 5.5, 5.4, um, you're laughing.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It's I'm just what I'm saying. I'm Hopefully Alonzo stays in for another three weeks and we, you know, we got <laughs> Chirwell at the 5.5.
1: Yeah. Um, Now, with mids, um, the only ones I'm sort of looking at, um, I'm not – and I know you mentioned Havertz, but I'm not a massive fan of his. Um, Again, he might prove me wrong, but I'm probably more interested in Mount. I think Mount's um, 7.5. He – yeah, 7.5. He can get an attacking return or two. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, he's pretty well locked into that um, Chelsea midfield. So, um, yeah, so if I'm sort of looking at um, anyone, it's probably Mount in that sort of midfielders. Um, you, I know you said Havertz. Is there anyone else that you're looking at?
0: Um, I'd reckon it'd be sort of like a flip of the coin between Mount and Havertz, kind of mm-hmm. like one week you're going to get a return from Habits the next week it's going to be Mount. So I feel like if you are struggling for money and you, you haven't gone Lukaku up front, you could go Mount as sort of like the sort of budget Chelsea option into that attacking third anyway.
1: Um, any love for uh, someone like uh, Pulisic? Uh,
0: I, I actually like him as a player, but I just, yeah, I just think he's going to be yeah. in and out of the squad and... When you're paying that type of money, you kind of want someone who's really yeah. nailed in.
1: And I think, uh, like him and Ziyech is pro- uh, are probably in that sort of position where they're going to be rotated through, um, and you're not going to get any consistency uh, with them, sort of thing in terms of FPL points.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I, I haven't really looked at anyone else from Chelsea. Pretty much just Havertz, Mount, a um, couple of <laughs> defensive plays, and then Lukaku, obviously up front.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and I think Lukaku's is the one that most people will bring in around about that wild card. Um, yeah. You know, I was sort of even thinking about throwing him in this week. Uh, obviously, I, I wasn't going to make a move until close to the deadline now. Um, what's sort of steered me away now is that sort of injury cloud. Um, yeah. But um, I think come game week seven, you're gonna have close to three Chelsea players into in your FPL teams. Um yeah. yeah, so and and again, I think the, the ones are gonna be you know, either James or Chilwell, um, Mount or Havertz and probably um Lukaku up forward. Yeah,
0: like I could even see myself doing Lukaku and having James and having <laughs> Chilwell, to be honest.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, exactly right. But it, again, it all depends on um, uh, Chilwell when he returns to.
0: Yep. Um, anyone from Villa you're looking at, or Um have
1: stay Well stay away? Villa's an, well, Villa's an interesting one because, um, like, look their their fixture run isn't great. The next five, they got Chelsea, they have got Everton, United, Tottenham, Wolves. So, yep. like. I was sort of looking at like I've got two frees this morning and uh, this week and if I don't make a move at all, like obviously I'm wasting a a free. I was thinking of maybe swapping um, my uh, steel to steer. (laughs) Yeah. Lose lose a a syllable or so. Um, But looking at that fixture, um, I probably won't like – they're not going to get cleans, um, and if anything, you know they've lost the wendy up for potentially one or two weeks. Um, you know, is Ings going to get uh, the service like to score? When will Watkins return? But I think it's a no due to the fixtures at the moment and just the uncertainty around that team um, yeah. in terms of the um, the travel, other international
0: travellers. I was gonna say, the only person I was kind of had written down here was Ings. I was gonna just say I'm getting him out for this fixture run, pretty much.
1: Yeah, and I think what people need to be careful of, as well, especially on wildcard, if they bring Ings in, Ings in, I think he's going to drop in price again. Um, yeah. So you sort of have to be you have to be careful of that as well, because you know if he drops one or two million, it's could price you out of moves further down the track as well. So I think uh, Villa are just sort of an avoid at this point at the moment. They are good on their day, but I think their fixture, uh, fixtures need turn before we even look at them.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. That's uh, that's why I head away from Ings and straight to Jimenez, and hopefully that's going to pay in spades, but you never know. Mm. Um, Anyone else you'd like to talk about, mate, or are you happy to move on?
1: No, happy to move on.
0: Ah, sweet as. Okay, next one's going to be a pretty decent uh, game, I reckon, Leeds and Liverpool. Um, yeah, written, yeah. Um, Rafinha, Bantford from uh, Leeds to talk about, but possibly more of a look into the future, not more this game.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've, I've written the same thing, Bamford and Rafinha. Um, I think we let the Liverpool game happen. Um, yeah. And then from next week, we have a look at Leeds. But I think it... <laughs> There's a lot of factors in terms of whether, I, I know myself, I bring in any Leeds players. I've I've already got um, Rafinha in my team anyway, but um, the Man United game, <laughs> it all depends on Ronaldo, I think. If I don't bring in Ronaldo next week, I'd probably bring in Bamford. Um, yeah. You know, they've got a fixture run of Newcastle, uh, West Ham, and uh, Southampton. Yeah. So. Um, you know, the fixture swing sort of happens game week five. Um, yep. So, you know, again, like to mention a goalkeeper, you know, Meslier uh, probably butchered that as well, but, you know, 5.0. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 5.0, um, again, a little bit too pricey. Um, but, uh, you know, definitely looking at Ailing uh, in terms of um, attacking returns. But the big question with the Leeds is, can they keep a clean sheet? And I think the I answer don't think is no. I they
0: can, to be honest.
1: <laughs> I, like, uh, the, I think the few Leeds games that I have watched have been high scoring. I think yep. they, they know how to score, but they concede way too many as well. So, um, I, again, Alien's going to be great as a sort of that sort of D4, D5 position where you can play him in good fixtures but don't expect a clean sheet from him, Um, I think you're putting him in purely on the potential of attacking returns.
0: Yeah. Like, I could see this game going, like, 4-1 to Liverpool. I could see Leeds getting a goal, but I could just see Liverpool just um, going to town.
1: Yeah, I can definitely see um, Leeds scoring in this game even like a 4-2 or, or something like that. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I can't see I can't see how they keep playing um, in the next couple anyway.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I'd, I've only just sort of put those few players from Leeds just looking ahead for possible wild cards slash making some trades in the next week or two. So, But definitely yeah, not interested in Leeds at all this game against Liverpool. Mm.
1: And uh, talking about Liverpool, yeah. Um, their fixture run is nice. Um, I, I looking at their fixture run, you've got Leeds, Crystal Palace, um, Brentford, Manchester City, and what? So City's the big game there. But um, you could potentially captain Salah the next three. Um, so you yeah, know definitely. Leeds. I can see I can see attacking returns um, for the Leeds game. I can definitely see attacking returns for the Palace game, and I can see attacking returns for the Brentford game. So um, <laughs> I think I think Salah, at least the next three, is a definite shout for captaincy. Um, almost like a set and forget captain for the next three. Um,
0: like if you look yeah, at fixture the fixture list, it's um apart from the games against uh, Man City and Man United, their fixture run is great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Up until yeah, exactly 21. right. Now. And I think people are sort of sleeping on Salah a little bit as well because of the um because of the the hype around Ronaldo, the hype around Lukaku. Um. Yeah. So. As I said, it's unrealistic to sort of think you can kind of have three, I think, two premiums in terms of that sort of 12, 12.5, um, to have a balanced side. I think you only fit two in. So, yeah. um, you know, when you you can, and I've played around with it, and you can have three in there, but um, you're really damaging your side sort of, especially down back. Um, uh, in terms of the Liverpool assets, the only ones I'm really looking at at this stage, um, obviously, uh, are the two that I already have, TAA and um, Salah, but yeah. that, um, but Jota is the one that should Camino be out for a while, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: He's almost your number one target, that sort of price range, that sort of 7.0 to uh, seven, you know, eight, between 7.0 and 8.0, I think if Firmino is injured, um, he's the one you have to get.
0: Yeah, no, I, I have him grouped in with Greenwood, Jota, mm. and um, sort of Ben Rama type, sort of if people that don't have Ben Rama or Jota, you kind of, it's a good downgrade to go to.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Bruno. Yeah, exactly
1: right, exactly right. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so he's sort of in that, um, uh, like the Torres as well and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, but, again, it's going to be a wait and see for this week. Um, I'd but, definitely um, be giving
0: it a good shout for Captain Salah this week, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, as I said, I think I'm going to um, stick to Antonio this week. Uh, yeah. A bit of West Ham bias there. But, right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think the next oh, uh, the the next um two after that, I think I'm going to be on Salah.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, just the thing I noted down um during the wildcard is there's a few people that are getting out Salah to get those funds for Ronaldo. I'd definitely be getting Bruno out before I got Salah
1: out for sure. Yeah, I I think that's going to bite people uh, hard. Um, you've got to factor in that. Yeah, people that are going from Bruno to Ronaldo, they play in the same team and they're going to sort of almost not cost each other points, but do you know what I mean? It's either going to be one or the other getting points. Yeah. Um, with Salah, he's, you know, he's been what the top um, FPL scorer for a number of years now, or near the top anyway. Um, and there's no
0: one taking, I guess, the limelight no. away from him.
1: Nah, like, look, look, occasionally Mane pops up and outscores Salah, but there's not too many times that um, anyone in that sort of uh, Liverpool midfield does. Like, he's he's the quintessential set-and-forget player.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, if anyone was thinking about getting him out, definitely do not get him out. Keep him in your team. No. Okay, well, next um, up we've got Everton and Burnley. All right. I, I, this is not going to be a very good game to watch, I don't think. I wouldn't surprise if it finished nil or, to be honest.
1: Hmm. Um, yeah, you you're as probably, a grey
0: owner, I'll be backing Everton in, so...
1: You're probably right, but, again, I think it all depends on the DCL injury. Yeah. If DCL is fit, I can see Everton winning this game 2-0, um... Essentially, comfortably. Um, Everton's fixture run is pretty good for the next five Burnley, Villa, Norwich, Man United, which is their tough one, and then West Ham. Um, Again, in terms of um, players um, at Everton, Pickford is in that 5.0 group. Um, So, again, good fixtures but I think just a bit, bit too expensive. Um, if it was Dinier, up to him to keep
0: a clean sheet, I'd probably get him, but he's relying on his defenders in front, and at the moment I don't yeah. think they can keep those clean yeah. sheets.
1: And see, Dine is the one that I have in my team, and I'm not moving off him probably for yeah. the next four oh, – or well, next three, sorry. Um, he, again, he is in the mould of – Shaw and Crespo, which ironically I have in my team, but he's just one or two steps away from getting a massive uh, score, massive attacking score. Yeah. Um, I think it's coming. Um, but, yeah, so that's why I'm sort of going to uh, keep him. He's actually dropped in price as well. I think he's down to 5.4. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. He is my uh, target if... Um, Pereira is out for an extended length of time. i mean, definitely. Yes. Back
1: so out. if you're on wild, if you're on wild card and you're sort of looking for a player in that um, range, he's worth a shout at sort of that price. Again, you know, a little bit on the pricey side, but you need you sort of with your wild card, you can't just load up with those four point five players and expect you're going to get cleans. You know, you need to have. Like I wouldn't be moving off taA um, and you need to have that sort of balance where you have those a little bit more expensive players that are going to keep those cleans um, like I wouldn't be having a um, defense of say ailing Cimado. Um I'm just trying to think who else like those players that have good fixtures on paper, I think it's yeah. a recipe for disaster yeah. Um, but, yeah, so um, I think he's a good shout anyway. Gray is another good shout, 5.6. I think he's a very good enabler. Um, he's uh, he's played pretty well. Um, I think if you want to talk more about Gray since you've got him, I don't. So
0: uh, he, I watched him in preseason. He looked pretty decent. So I got him in my team just as sort of like a, that 5.5 to have on your side to start off the season. And um the first game he didn't look great which then um, I kind of had second guesses about him, but he played awesome last game and looked really good. So I think with this fixture run coming up, he's definitely a good shout to have on your side because I could see him at least getting an attack return two out of the next four games, definitely.
1: Yeah. And then obviously at forward, you've got DCL, you've got Richarlison, but I think if you're going to grab anyone from at forward, um, it's going to be DCL. Over Rich Allison, yeah.
0: you were uh, with that one. Yeah, definitely. I sort of, I liked Rich last year, but this year it just seems to be all DCL at the moment.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, I've um, I've got uh, Burley written down here, and I've written um, avoid all um, <laughs> is it something similar to you? Or you, uh, can you, you pick out right
0: words to anyone? me. I just had Burnley, <laughs> no. So, yeah. Um. <laughs>
1: Their, look, their, their, their fixture run isn't great too. Um, obviously, you know, Everton, Arsenal, Leicester, um, Norwich and Man City. So, you know, that Norwich game potentially, but, um, um, uh, you know. I
0: think up front, like, there's just doesn't seem, yeah, they're just not, like, usually you could have Chris Wood up front and get a return, but it just, mm, I don't know, just don't yeah. a little bit messy for me at the moment.
1: Oh, I think everyone's had Chris Wood in their team at some point throughout the years <laughs> because he's just yeah. he's just the player that you sort of stick up there for one or two weeks um, you know usually around about wild card time yeah and he you know he'll score you a decent amount but um no I, I can't um I can't see anyone that I'd have in my team from Burnley
0: no definitely not um We might skip over the plays, the watch. I think we've covered that with Mm -hmm. most of these game previews and as well as the wild card. I think we've talked extensively about that. Yeah. a few questions coming up anyway in regards to that wild card. So might kick off the mailbag questions now. Um, First one was Martinez, is he a keep or should we trade him or upgrade to a non-starter? I'll go first. Um, Um, Yeah, go on. I. I think with missing the next two game weeks, possibly, I'd yeah, I wouldn't have him in my team. I'd be looking to downgrade someone else, maybe the Saar from Wolves, possibly as a good replacement, or even dropping down to uh, the Brighton goalkeeper or even Raya from Brentford for a couple of weeks, possibly.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Um, you can't even – I don't think you can bring in um, – what is it? Steer – um look, Steer will start, he's 4.0. Um, you know, you can have him side by side with Martinez if you want to keep Martinez. But yep. Burnley's fixtures, like if Burnley's fixtures were good, I'd say get Steer, couple of weeks, no stress. But their fixtures aren't great. Um, so I think if if you're on wild card, obviously you get rid of him. If you have two freeze. I think you get rid of him as well. Um, as I said, Sanchez, um, the, you know, Brighton's run isn't that bad. He's 4.5. That gives you an extra 0. 0.5 to sort of play with um, down the track anyway. Because what, what is uh, – actually, is it 0. 0.5 or is it 1.0? Is, is Marte's 5.0 or 5.5? 5. Sh- 5. Pretty sure he's 5.5. 5. So, yeah, you give him like a full yeah, so, um, one million well, you, spend. So, uh, I actually, you know what, that actually answers the question there. I think you get rid of, I think you get rid, you bring in Sanchez, um, or you know, like a 4.5 equivalent, um, with a good uh, set of fixtures, and you use that to um, upgrade someone else. No, nah, definitely. I think that's,
0: um, that's good advice. I think downgrading and using but, that money elsewhere,
1: yeah. And in all honesty, uh, not to sort of punch people when they're down, but I don't think Martinez. No, I don't think anyone should have started Martinez this year. Like, he was great um, last year. I think he uh, – yeah, well, last, definitely last year. But I think last year was 4.5. 5. So, um, and defense you know – it was a lot better last year as well. Exactly right. Exactly right. I think um, in FPL, I think you have to look at, yeah, in terms of the goalkeeper, your best – the best 4.5 – you stick in there, and yeah. you're almost set and forget. Um, regardless who he plays for, um, yeah. yeah no, so definitely. that's sort of, no, nah, all good.
0: Uh, next one up, uh, should I be wild carding or waiting? I'll let you start on this one,
1: mate. Uh, no stress. Um, look, in terms of wild carding, you have to do what is best for your team. So there is no, there is no ideal time to wild card. Um, like different people have different strategies, but you have to look at your team. You know, if you're if you're not getting the points on the field, if you've got a few injuries, if you want to freshen up your team, you're wildcard. And it doesn't yeah. matter when when you do that. Like obviously a lot of us are talking about wildcard and around about your game week seven or eight. But again, like and I'm lucky enough this year I'm in that position to like, I, in the previous years, I have wild carded fairly early. Yep. But, you know, this year, you know, I've started pretty well and I'm in that position where I can sit back and go, no, no I'm going to wait until these fixtures turn um, yeah. and then get in, you know, your big hitters. Um, but it's all dependent on your own team. So don't think just because, and, you know, I mean, like I'm getting wild card envy at the moment. Like, I sit there on Twitter and every second person like when I stuff that I'm wild and then you sit there and you start building a team, and you're like, "Oh, should I? Should I?" But stick fat um, and wild card <laughs> and wild card when you need to.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. It sort of gives me an analogy of um, when you meal prep and you've got the chicken and broccoli, and on the second day you are sitting there eating it, crib, and uh, everyone else has got a brand new meal, and you kind of get a bit of envy, but just stick to it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, I think that pretty much covers it. It just depends on what you need for your team. If you can wait to that 7-8, I'd definitely be doing that. I wouldn't be making any rash decisions based on the shiny new toys that are available.
1: Yeah, and even in saying that, though, like you don't necessarily have to wildcard in 7-8 either. Like if you can build your team around like doing that one or two transfers um, per week, Again, use the wild card. You've got, I think you've got until Christmas to so yeah. use the first wild card. Use it when you need it. Like, um, you know, if you've had a couple of bad rounds, whatever the case may be, then you're like, okay, I'm going to wild card and sort of play it uh, then and there. But as as we've seen this year, especially around international time, it's causing all sorts of chaos. Like I was sitting here tonight um, before this pod and I'm looking at Twitter and people are going into meltdown about Lukaku, <laughs> about Ronaldo potentially not starting, about Sun potentially being injured. Um, You know what I mean? Like, I think you just have to hold back and just wait. And, you know, you do you do the wild card when you need to.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I'm sitting here with my Jimenez and everyone's talking about Lukaku and Ronaldo, so... <laughs> Um, next one is when's the right time to use your wild card pretty much the same as the above question is just Mm. if you really need to use it and you're afraid that you're falling behind definitely use it but if you don't need to use it I'd definitely be holding for sure yeah okay next one if you could only stick with one premium forward for the remainder of the season who would it be Kane, Lukaku or Ronaldo Uh, do
1: you want to take this one first
0: yeah, I'll just reiterate what I said at the start of the pod. I wouldn't mind doing the strategy of starting for Ronaldo, then when Lukaku's fixtures open up, changing to Lukaku. And then if Kane's fixtures open up, maybe going to Kane. Because if you start with Ronaldo, you've got that 12 and a half sitting there. So everyone else below is, you can downgrade. So that's just the <laughs> way
1: I look at that. And. With me, I think I'm sort of in a similar spot in terms of I think if you can, that premium rotation would be ideal. But if I had to now pick one player, I would have to say Ronaldo. Like his fixtures, his fixture run, especially as I said earlier, that sort of game week 16 to 27, even game week 33 to 38, they're really good. Um, he's again, like. Playing a little bit of devil's advocate, um, and I don't know if uh, Man United fans are going to kill me for this, but the only downside, he's thirty seven, so yes. like, I mean, he, uh, you know,
0: thirty
1: seven though. Oh yeah, like I, I, <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> I'm, 12, I'm only a couple of years younger than him, and I've. Nowhere near, <laughs> uh, nowhere near the uh, athletic uh, uh, abilities that he has. I wish I did. But um, look, if 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 I need if I had to pick one, it would be Ronaldo. But you've got to sort of factor in um, if you've got Ronaldo, you're probably not going to have Bruno.
0: Yeah, so, uh, sort of a flip of the coin there. You kind of—it's mm. a hard decision to make because I like both plays, but. Yeah, you're not yeah. going to be able to
1: keep both unless you get rid of Salah which yeah. Um, do not do that. Yeah. I've got a um question for you question without notice. Um how do as a Man United fan and obviously you've been you know uh you've been following Man United for a while. Yeah. How do you think he's going to go? Like do you think he's just going to slot back into that team and you know be a dominant force? Do you think he's going to take a while like um because you know his Juventus run was okay, but without being amazing. How do you think he's actually going to go back in the Premier League? Well,
0: to be honest, he. I feel like our squad is better than Juventus' squad last year. Mm. And I feel that he's at the time now where he doesn't have to do all the running, or the creating. He's happy to be in the box, get on the end of balls. And I feel like with the likes of Bruno, Sancho and Greenwood, I think it's going to give him enough service for him to Either return the same as he did last year, or I reckon he might mm. even grab a few more goals.
1: And this is why I say don't um, jump off Bruno just yet, because I think Bruno is going to be a really, really important player in terms of um, as potential assists for Ronaldo. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, it's a wait and see. But um, like you know, it you wouldn't make-
0: surprise me if Ronaldo finishes the season with like twenty four goals. Like, I wouldn't be surprised at all.
1: Oh. Well, if, he's, <laughs> if he scores 24 goals, I think everyone's going to have me him in their teams. But,
0: yeah, who knows? Like, he could come out and just – he might just be the player that might score every three or four games and he's not going to justify <laughs> his price. But I feel like in this current Man United team, he's going to definitely look good or better wow. than last year, I think, in my opinion.
1: I would love um, all the casuals that have sort of jumped on Ronaldo – um, him starting on the oh him starting from the bench, um <laughs> them turning around throwing out the bathwater getting rid of him and then he goes on and <laughs> bangs and goals because um, yeah, I, I reckon be that'll nice. be absolute chaos.
0: What do they call that? The Mara's effect. Go from depression <laughs> to excitement.
1: Um, I think that's our next question too, isn't if, it?
0: Will Mara start? <laughs> I wasn't even sure if this is a serious question. I don't know whether it was just him <laughs> venting. Or yeah. it was a legitimate question, but I think he might actually start this week because he's only played the one international, whereas the others have played a few. So I
1: don't think he does. I think Mares—they've uh, got Champions League next week, don't they?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
1: I think Mares starts in the Champions League. I think well, um,
0: I hope no, for his owner he uh, he starts on the. <laughs> I think he's um. He's almost at his last um, chance, I think, from what you yeah. told me. It's the last chance, I think.
1: See, you should have believed the Twitter hype Gotten onto Ben Rama early and then you would have three extra million to spend. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just couldn't
0: imagine um, how you, he would be feeling this year, playing him, not getting a return, and then seeing him on the bench and then going from depression mm. to then excitement when he comes on and scores like it. Just, yeah.
1: Oh. I've got mates I've got mates that um, got him in at game game week one that was so you nice, know, of so, so happy and then uh, what was it game week two he was benched?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not yeah. for me, but um good luck mate. I hope he does start for you this week, but yeah, don't um don't tear your hair out if he's on the bench again. Mm. Um <laughs> next up I had a question here, is the two premium up front with Antonio worth it? if I'm having to sacrifice elsewhere? I'll let you start with this Uh, one just because it's got your boy in it, Antonio.
1: Yeah, yeah. Look, I think we all want um, Ronaldo, Lukaku, Antonio. I think that is the best three you're going to get in the game at the moment, pending fitness, pending a whole bunch of other stuff. But I think in an ideal world, that's your three. But in saying that, I don't think in this game you can have a competitive team with three uh, you know 12 12.0 plus premiums. So yeah. if if you have Lukaku and Ronaldo you have to sacrifice in other places. I think Salah you have to have Salah in your team like Bruno Ronaldo so you know uh, one way you know one way or the other but I There's don't really know if you can. Liverpool,
0: you can't go no. Ronaldo instead of Salah and then sort of get a similar mm. return.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think I think at this stage you have to pick one, if, especially if you're wild carding. And yeah. I think it has to be Ronaldo at this stage, given Ren- uh, Lukaku's potential injury, um, mm. and then reassess come game week seven or eight when the Chelsea fixtures turn.
0: No, exactly. Yeah. I think, like, unless there was some something magic where you could download, a uh, downgrade a TAA for maybe Van Dyke or something if he started to hit his straps. But you pretty yeah, much, that's, yeah, got that's to only
1: it. what that's only a million different new ways. So, yeah, um, you'd be
0: cutting everywhere. And you, as I jotted down, was uh, in the wildcard information was you don't want to sacrifice so much that if the big guns don't get you return that week that the rest of the squad can't sort of make up for that difference. Mm. So like if you have like a Ben Rama and, and Torres and maybe a Greenwood <laughs> along with Salah and then you have like one of the premiums up front, if they don't fire, you're still a good chance that you might be able to at least get a decent score off the mid-rangers that you've still got in your side. Yeah, and that's a potential as well. Yep. So, but, uh, okay, next one up we have uh, Greenwood, Jota and Torres are probably the three most talked about players outside of the heavy hitters. If you could choose one, who would you pick? I'd probably go with Jota at the moment if goes um, mm. out for a few weeks, but I'd be tossing between Thank him and... Greenwood at the moment, I think, just because I I'd, I'd, I'd reluctant to go with City at the moment because I just don't know what's going on if their rotations once KDB comes back.
1: So if you're going to – because I'll do the same thing. If you're going to put them in order from one, two and three, who would you have in, in what order?
0: I'd probably go – With the news with Firmino out, I'd definitely go Jota one, probably Greenwood two and Torres three. But Torres and Greenwood would be neck and neck for me at the moment.
1: Yeah. Um, See, each player has sort of those those different circumstances. You've got Greenwood, which um, has the sort of where does he fit in the hole uh, with Ronaldo? Um, Jota, Firmino injury, and Torres' peppery. So, you know, each one come with their um, with their frailties per se. Um, I'm sort of a little bit different to you in terms of. I think I would put Torres at number one because he has sort of already hauled once. I think he sort. Of, I think he can again, given their fixtures as well. Yeah. Um, I would go Torres, Jota and then Greenwood um, yeah. just because you've got a lot of big hitters at Man United and I think um, Bruno and Cristiano are going to take up that sort of dominant time. I think Greenwood still starts but, um, yeah, like uh, it's there's only so many pieces of fire that you can have. Yeah,
0: no, it's definitely – it is a good question and it's a tough Question to answer just because of the all three of them have been going pretty good this year, so it's really hard mm. to split them. But you, when you're taking the schedule as well with Shotter and the injury, you kind of you got to have him near the top. And then with Torres, he's given you a return for 7.1, so in a really good side yeah. um Next one, we have Do you think someone like Ferran Torres is the best city option? I'll let you start on this one, mate, and I'll come in after.
1: Yeah, all good, all good. Um, I think looking at that City side, he is probably the best option at the moment. Um, I think KDB coming in is a bit of a concern, um, and he could, again, if KDB starts firing, um you know, wild, card, wild carders are going to be in the mud because you know how how are you going to stretch yourself between um, all you know all the big hitters sort of thing. So um, I think at this stage, Torres is the best City option, yeah, because he plays that striker role.
0: Yeah, no, and that that seven point one. Like I I, I was going to say Grellish would be up there as well, but he is. 0.9 dearer and he's mm-hmm. giving a similar output maybe a little bit less than torres so
1: i think torres might be 7.2 but it's semantics really um <laughs> much much muchness about that sort of price um oh well, yeah and that's and that's sort of one of the reasons why i think i've gone well per se in the last couple of um in the last couple of weeks because Um, if I sort of have a look, uh, I had Cresswell that didn't keep it clean but um, scored five points. Um, I think before, a couple of weeks before that, you know, Digne did the same thing. I think Shaw's done a similar thing. So, like, I've had, you have those, you need to have those players that have that attacking potential.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I think that uh, wraps up the pod for this week. Um, if you want any more information head over to the socials um fpl underscore amateur underscore oz you'll find the link to our podcast it'll be on spotify and podbean and anything else head over to um damo's page as well uh fpl west ham page he has a lot of good stuff on there Shares a lot of good articles as well um and thanks again for coming on the pod today mate It was very informative
1: uh, thank you very much thank you for having me on uh quentin i do appreciate it um
0: yeah, so no, thank you. No worries. And uh, the pod has gone a bit longer today, but I think it was pretty crucial in everyone using their wild card. So try to get a lot of information in. So if you are thinking about using wild card, there is um, a lot of information for you to listen to. Okay, thanks for joining us. Good luck this week.